social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401-272-3340. Were you in an auto accident, someone damaged your vehicle? Folks, it can happen, whether it's people not paying attention, a drunk driver, people texting and driving. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Remember, with West Fountain Auto Body, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. Call them today. If you were in an accident, drunk driver, someone texting and driving, minor fender banner, even a nearly totaled vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401 401- 272-3340. They'll handle everything for you, the original, the best, and if you're in an accident and a tow truck pulls up, tell them, bring that car over to West Fountain Auto Body. 401-272-3340. 401-272-3340. West Fountain Auto Body, located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. They'll work for you, not the insurance company. If you're in an accident, Call West Fountain today. Get it repaired. 401-272-3340. I'm DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at our website, DePietro.com. This portion of the program brought to you by Henry Oil. Now remember, Henry Oil still got a long way to go with winter. Why not make Henry Oil your oil provider? 401-521-0200. 401-521-0200. Remember, Henry Oil. Since 1947, automatic delivery, oil burner service and installation, budget plans, service contracts, lock and cap pricing, serving most of Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. You can depend on Henry Oil, 401-521-0200. Well, over the course of the weekend, I thought it was pretty interesting. Virginia has a new governor, and he is Governor Glenn Youngkin. He's the one that defeated uh, Terry McAuliffe, who everyone thought that he was going to win um i am telling you this is someone to watch uh the governor new governor of virginia first governor republican governor i believe they've had since 2009 but he is impressive and it's also it's such a difference what he's doing with executive orders so he was sworn in on saturday and right out of the box with executive orders you know what he signed no more banning critical race theory in the schools and also no more mask mandates in schools There'll be no uh, vaccination mandate for state workers in the state of Virginia. You know, with the stroke of a pen, he's also cutting taxes. With the exec- You know, this is someone, why, why can't we have a governor like that? Uh, governor McKee, now he's got, you know, September will be his primary. Governor McKee came in. Governor McKee, I believe, is governing far more to the left than people thought he would and i fully recognize the problem for rhode island governor dan mckee is everything is about winning the democrat primary but in trying to win the democrat primary he's really not governing for the people everything is pandering for votes that's how we ended up with lieutenant governor sabina matos but think of those cons- comments or i should say concepts that the new governor of virginia just stepped in with right that's that's using sense not listening to the loud progressive voices i get it they scream and they protest and they sleep out at the state house or they did out in front and this whole big deal governor mckee needs to to me you know start governing for the people of the state he could have stood up to the progressives you have the democrat party and the left they they are stuck on lockdowns on masks on mandates you know, don't they see what, what is happening right now? So much of this is fluid. So much of this is the information that doesn't even pan out the way they, they said it was going to pan out. And what, what do I mean by that? I'm, I'm saying that, you know, initially President Biden was saying, well, the reason why, you know, you have to get the vaccine is that way, then you, you never get COVID. Well, that, that wasn't, you know, it's not true. They shouldn't even be calling it a vaccine, actually. It's more like a flu shot. I mean, it lasts for a while. I want to be very clear. I think it is working. I think it effect, it's effective. Um, th- this variant was just so contagious. 
uh, and the teachers unions and all their allies. You know, the thing about, granted, Governor McKee didn't take the bait when the teachers unions were saying, let's go to remote learning. But notice, no, no Democrat, this is how pathetic, that not one Democrat politician stood up and said, absolutely not. This is ridiculous. I want to be very clear with you on the John DePietro show, just so you know where I stand. Children belong in school. Children belong in school with no masks. This is ludicrous. And if there are teachers that don't want to do that, then you don't have to teach. I'll tell you something else that I, I just think. Uh, Governor McKee, Governor McKee's problem is, I mean, if you if he thinks that following the Biden administration is the way to go, then I, he, he's he's going to lose the primary. He certainly is not, isn't going to win the general, even though the Republican Party hasn't come up with a candidate yet, which, again, I'm not going to start kicking them while they're down. But Governor McKee seems to be following Biden. What direction do you think Biden's going? I want to play some of the sound. The Biden administration, folks, not, not only are they, you know, down, they're not coming back. Biden administration, basically his high point was 4th of July weekend when they were announcing that basically the virus was over. But listen to some of the sound from the Sunday shows, such as even Chuck Todd saying, you know, a year after promising a change in tone, President Biden has completely failed in doing that. Let me hear, can we hear, this meet the press. Promising a change in tone. We can join forces, stop the shouting and lower the temperature. President Biden has failed so far to do that. Do you want to be the side, the side of Dr. King or George Wallace? Do you want to be the side of John Lewis or Bull Connor? So much for unifying the country. Perhaps the president went a little too far in his rhetoric. Perhaps this nonsense complete nonsense and it goes on from there let's hear abc's this week biden's latest plan to beat the virus wide cred, uh widespread criticism testing shortage inexcusable widespread here we go as omicron pushes the u.s toward a record 800,000 new cases every day with over 158,000 hospitalized covid patients his latest plan to beat the virus faces widespread criticism over testing shortages and confusing public health guidance it's exactly right you know what else i wanted to mention about governor d mckee he, he keeps putting out on twitter look how great that is the national guard they're moving boxes around everything excuse me hey governor that's a failure the fact that you had to call out the national guard that's a failure on behalf of your administration you shouldn't be bragging about that why why are the national guard moving testing boxes where are those state workers you have a state workforce of seventeen thousand people and you he gave them three thousand dollar bonuses what do you have the national guard doing that stuff for i think it's an abuse of power but he doesn't even recognize the fact that they have to call out the National Guard is a failure on behalf of his administration. Now, touching again on Biden and folks, this is going to be an interesting week because President Biden is having his first press briefing of the new year. So this, I believe it's this Wednesday at four o'clock. But one of the reasons why Biden is failing and one of the reasons why the, the, the Biden administration, they're not going to turn it around. No, this is it, is look who the vice president is. Was she the most qualified? No. She the best person to get the job done? No. She was picked. Everything about them is imaging. Everything about them, that whole crowd, that whole administration is imaging. It's not about competence. You know, that's why that's why they're failing. He didn't go out to try to get the best person. It's just it's all imaging in the way they wanted it to look. When he announced my vice president will be a female boom you just eliminated half of the population and you certainly didn't have half of the candidates that ran for president not that you have to pick one of them but you certainly didn't have that half and half with with male female so he wanted to pick massachusetts senator elizabeth warren that was one of his initial seemingly early choices and then as i've said after george floyd they said well we can't do that we're going to pick a person of color but Kamala Harris, you have to go back to, of course she's failing. She wasn't, she wasn't chosen because she had great ideas. She showed leadership, that she was competent. She was chosen total symbolism. Now, Governor McKee, look at the problems that he's run into. Uh, why did he choose his lieutenant governor? Was she the most qualified? No. 
she accomplish anything great? No. She exude tremendous confidence? No. Would anyone seemingly ever vote for her for, for a governor? No. Why did he pick her? Number one, she's a female. More importantly, she's Latina and can speak Spanish, and he's trying to get that vote to win. You know, so they, they don't even realize they fail. You know, can you imagine going to get a car, and you never take it for a test drive, and you don't care about the engine or the gas mileage or whether or not it actually runs. All you care about is how it looks. Look how great that car looks. How many, sometimes that happens. You know, men, a lot of used cars, I remember someone ran into some problems with a used car. It found that, it turned out anyway, that it had actually been damaged, been water damaged. Something happened, it was like underwater, and it was like total lemon. They got it from Canada or something. So, but when they got the vehicle, well, you know, it looked like a beautiful new red car. So until we get away from that, Governor McKee, everything is is the imaging. Now, he did get rid of Dr. Scott. As I've said, I was no fan of former now, or she's soon leaving, head of the Rhode Island Department of Health, Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott, who, listen, she was also a big part of. See, Ramundo's all about imaging. Uh, Commerce Secretary, former Governor Ramundo, it's all about the image. doesn't matter whether they can actually do the job. You know, it's just whether or not it's it's like someone, you know, wears like a winter coat to a spring event. Doesn't matter. It's just as long as I look cool in the coat. So Dr. Scott, she should have been removed back in July. We would be in this mess. And he also should have said, you know, he's allowing her. Well, she resigned. We want her to stay. Stay. Rhode Island's one of the Rhode Island is the only New England state that has to call in disaster relief federal relief for our hospital workers why because she, she totally and he it falls on him misplayed the situation at rhode island hospital rhode island hospital you know i've gone back through if you check out some of the video on my website rhode island hospital was a problem in september let alone now it's january governor mckee denied that our health care system was collapsing this is you know one thing i will say about cumberland former cumberland mayor dan mckee no one is is going to be able to say he didn't get a chance he's had a chance but his team it's it's like they're always chasing their tail they're always scrambling you know and all that we're number one rhode island's number one you know another uh thing about that is florida has a, has a great they call it surgeon general in rhode island it's just the head of the department of health but um this individual that they have in florida i think he went to, he was at usc but uh governor desantis um tapped him and florida does it the right way florida doesn't test asymptomatic people governor mckee says in rhode island uh we're doing more testing per capita yeah that's the problem why are you doing that what do you mean you're testing the most testing stop testing of course our cases are shooting up that you you test people that don't feel well what what if can you imagine if everyone went to the dentist who didn't have a cavity and didn't need a cleaning what if everyone went to the doctor who didn't need one what if everyone was calling for an ambulance what what governor mckee stop that that's nothing to brag about you're you're wasting tests that's that's why no one can get a test you know last sunday i booked a, a state test and I was following where to go. The first test that I could get was this past Friday, five days later. Ridiculous. So this oh, Rhode Island, we're number one. Yeah, you're number one in testing people who aren't even sick. You're wasting tests. And people that need the tests can't get one. And then people that it's taking so long to get the test results back. So, Governor, stop bragging about that. Like, they don't even know what they should be bragging about. You know what else is, um, and folks, this portion of the program, check out the website, petro.com. It's spread by the Coincident. Stop in and see them. I was just there last week. We had a great meal, 226 Coincident Avenue in West Warwick. They're waiting for you. A great meal is waiting for you at the Coincident. There's a link on the website, petro.com. Um, you know what Governor, Governor McKee has to get a, a, a handle on is his Rhode Island State Police. Now, this is January. His, the head of the uh, DMV, registry of motor vehicles in june june they started an investigation that he was renting out brothels and knew that they were brothels these whatever you want to call them these massage places it's january what what is taking so long what what, what takes so long you know the state police a lieutenant just resigned from the rhode island state police you know why he resigned 
They were going to bring charges against him that last February he was uh, in his unmarked patrol car behind a garage. The Westerly police saw him, and he had another person. I don't know if it was, I, I think it was a female in his cruiser and it's night and it's dark and they're behind some where they store salt for the roads and take a guess what was going on in the cruiser and the charlestown police made a mistake they identified who it was they saw the plate they knew he was he must do some work down and around that area and they said just i guess leave it alone and the trooper watched, or the charlestown police officer watched as i think it was a female um and i'm not trying to be cavalier about it but it's it's irrelevant but watched it just she just got in her car and then drove away i think it had connecticut plates um that individual was promoted this past spring the trooper how is that possible that was last february he was promoted state police are saying oh well we didn't know what it that what exactly is going on with the state police and i know colonel manny i like colonel manny i respect colonel manny G- governor mckee like what are you what are you doing everything takes so long around here what, what's with the investigation in north kingstown how long does that take the naked fat test the, the, this is becoming embarrassing but governor mckee get a hold of your state police you know call them and say when it comes to like the dmv let's wrap some of this stuff up how long does this stuff take this, the, the the dmv situation with um bud craddock that, that was june should have been listen i, I want to report by labor day what how what is this an interstate search it seems pretty clean clear cut what takes so long these open long drag on investigations like get in the game here i i don't it was refreshing to see the new governor of virginia i'll give him that that glenn yunkin boy he takes command but like this false rhode island's number one yeah number one in testing people who aren't even sick you know what i call that a waste what are you wasting tests for no wonder it takes so long to get the test back if you don't show symptoms and you've been around someone with covid why is the state testing all these people see in florida they don't do that florida they test people who seem like they're sick we know what the symptoms are you have a headache cough sore throat runny nose feel run down all right that's worth getting tested we have all these people Governor McKee, we're number one, and then yet yeah, you're number one in testing people that shouldn't be tested. That's nothing to brag about. I'll tell you, folks. I I just um, and if he's following, you know, they're so proud of themselves. We wrote a letter to the Biden White House, and uh, and 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 now we're going to get emergency relief. What? What? If you had handled this better, we're the only state in New England that the federal government has to send disaster medical team. Rhode Island Hospital Governor McKee I'd call that a win I'd call it an embarrassment that's a win how come Massachusetts does it you know why better leadership better management handling it better how come Connecticut doesn't need to do that New Hampshire Maine Vermont Rhode Island's in with New York and New Jersey I think we we miss some states no that that's not that's not a good thing governor let me explain that the fact that we're the, we only yeah we're number one in new england no no the opposite we're actually the worst in new england you have it backwards look at that the patriots on saturday night no see the the object of the game is to get the higher score governor not the lower score higher score this isn't golf that you play with your friend uh porkhead fathead whatever his name is all right let me hit, go back to abc's martha rad it's a group of democrat senators wondering why, why did it take so long to ramp up testing here we go and the website for americans to order those rapid tests won't go live until wednesday a group of democratic senators are, are is wondering why this took so long writing the administration either knew or should have known that testing shortages were occurring across the country over the past several months and with the full expectation that the virus would likely mutate into a new variant steps to increase testing access should have happened before the current wave hit not several weeks into the listen it's going to be one incompetent move after another and i also want to remind people that on maybe you don't know this actually and again you're listening to the john DePietro show it's am 1380 99.9 fm weekdays we start at 11 we go until two right here um you can listen at the website to 
This portion of the program is brought to you by Lodge Pub and Eatery. Stop in and see them. 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. Full bar, large dining area, and check out I Can't Wait. they got that beautiful new deck, the Lodge Pub and Eatery. President Trump had 15,000 people Saturday night. 15,000 people. Biden couldn't draw 1,500. Let me ask you if you're listening. President Biden was coming to Rhode Island for an outdoor rally. Would you go to that? Is that something you want to go and chair? Would he able to be able to do a rally? I don't think he could do a rally. I don't think he could sit outside. President Trump was uh, ad-libbing a lot of things. He had some notes on the teleprompter. Big part of it was ad-lib. Could President Biden do that? So, you know, look how out of touch we are. Cicilline, Langevin, definition of useless. And they're all lined up. Oh, Biden's doing good. No, Biden's not doing great. Governor McKee, Rhode Island is number one in testing. No, we're, that, that, we're the worst. We're the worst in New England. You're wasting tests. You're wasting those tests. That's clogging up the, clogging up the, uh, the, the, the lab. You don't need to be doing that. You're testing all these people who aren't even showing symptoms, Governor. Dr. Scott should have been shown her walking papers back in July, not now. Is the media is falling all over themselves. Oh, how great she was. She's a rock star. Yeah, good luck with that. All right, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. Brothers Disposal. Call Brothers Disposal today. Get a purple dumpster for your driveway. How do you know it's Brothers Disposal? Because it's a purple dumpster. Look for them on Facebook and give them a call for an estimate. 401 688 Get a dumpster in your driveway. Maybe you're cleaning out your basement your garage, unwanted belongings. Maybe you just have some things in boxes that you've never taken out. Clean it out with Brother's Disposal. They're also now offering weekly trash collection services. Call Brother Roland today at Brother's Disposal, 401-688-0517. Whether it's a small household construction project or you just need a dumpster to get rid of some unwanted belongings, call Brother's Disposal today. Come on, brother. Call Brother's Disposal, 401 401- Six eight eight zero five one seven. Look for them on Facebook. Brothers Disposal. Get a dumpster in your driveway. Four zero one six eight eight zero five one seven. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM thirteen eighty ninety nine point nine FM. Folks, remember you can always listen online at our website depietro.com. Check out the website depietro.com. We have original, unique exclusive stories videos content all our links to social media facebook twitter instagram youtube it's all right there and that's also the best way to reach me log on at the website depetro.com depetro.com all your firearms ammunition accessories stop it and see the defender of the faith second amendment headquarters is competition shooting supplies located 435 benefit street in Pawtucket. See the owner, John Francis. You can call him at 401-727-1716. Now, remember also, if you want to sell some firearms, maybe you have a collection or there's just some that you don't use, you can also either sell them on consignment or sell them to John Francis. Stop it and see John Francis at Competition Shooting Supplies, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. You can also look for them on Facebook. He is always posting new inventory that he has in so whether it's firearms ammunition accessories stop in my gun guy competition shooting supplies 435 benefit street in Pawtucket. take the last exit in rhode island exit 2a drive past the attleboro train station and then right up at the light newport avenue and benefit street take the left i'll see you at competition shooting supplies Listening to the John DePietro Show, folks. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at our website, depetro.com. Check it out, depetro.com. Brought to you by Endzone Sports Pub. Stop it and see them, 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. What a great time of year. Football playoffs, nonstop, great crowd, surrounds down. Dana and company, they're waiting for you. Endzone Sports Pub. Bring some friends, make some new ones. 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. Now, the McKee administration is tied to the Biden administration. And let's hear this report on CBS, who uh, the new polling numbers. President Biden, they take us from March, last March, almost a year ago. And then they're going to take us to 
where they happen to be right now. Let's listen to this. Years since President Biden took office, and a new CBS News poll shows Americans think he's not focused enough on key issues like the economy and inflation. 44% of Americans approve of the job he's doing overall, with a split on his handling of the coronavirus. When it comes to Mr. Biden's efforts on the economy, just over a third, 38%, approve. His handling of inflation is worse. Seven in 10 Americans disapprove. We turn now to CBS News Elections and Surveys Director Anthony Salvanto. Good morning to you, Anthony. Uh, what is weighing on the president's approval rating the most? Good morning, Margaret. Let's start with COVID. Now, part of this is just expectations. At the start of his term, people thought COVID would get better. But right now, most people don't think the effort against the pandemic is going well. Part of a president's ratings always carry some of that general 64 percent say bad start of his term look at this he got very strong approval 67 percent that carried into the summer at two-thirds approval started to dip a little bit as cases got a little bit worse some vaccine controversies down to where it is now below 50 percent it's not that people blame a president for all of this when you look at why people might think he's not doing a good job the thing that stands out is information people feel it's been confusing that stands out in fact overall people in the nation say that that guidance has been increasingly confusing and that does accrue to a president of course it does he and harris shouldn't be there we know that meanwhile now you had fifteen thousand strong saturday night in arizona dangerous thing for our country i can tell you that and it can be reversed and it might be reversed and it shouldn't be reversed it should never happen the radical democrat party has spent years putting american lives in jeopardy through its extreme left-wing campaign to release dangerous criminals from jail abolish cash bail how about that How's oh that working my out? god and stop charging a wide range of crime they didn't go after left-wing anarchists and violent criminals, including all of the people that we just mentioned. They never went after them. They just wouldn't do it. Yep. They went after police stations. They went after police. Nothing happened to them. I did a hell of a job. I'll tell you what. We passed legislation. Remember, they were knocking down statues and monuments all over the country. And I passed a law that if you get caught doing that, you go to jail for 10 years. Good. And there's no... Right negotiating yep and amazingly it stopped that's right it stopped very yep. quickly and then i did something i had to make a decision do we let the democrats handle their cities and states or do i go in with the military and do a job and i left in military screaming the military and i left it to the democrats and frankly at least now we know what not to do because they have done so badly these democrat run cities terrible they are crime-ridden like yep. we've never seen in the history of our country before right. yep so now what we do is if there's a next time we're going to do it differently we had to do it this way the first time we did the absolute right thing but it showed what happened you look at chicago you look at new york the murder rates are oh, at a level that terrible nobody can believe providence chicago, i mean they have a, a holiday <clears throat> uh, some july 4th and other holidays and 83 people shot Huh. Seven dead. Terrible. I just told you that in Afghanistan, we went 18 months without one American soldier being shot or killed. And in Chicago, it's happening every day. Yet when it comes to January 6th defendants, most of whom were charged with nonviolent offenses, partisan Democrats have celebrated their indefinite detention without trial. These people are living in hell. Yep. These people are living in hell. That's right, J6. Let them fight. Let them see their lawyers. Let them go out. They are being treated. They're being, they're being hounded like you hound the worst animal. What's going on is horrible in Washington. And also the jails are filthy, disgusting, dirty. And they're even being cited by the courts for being so horrible. They're brutal lockdowns. They're brutal. You take a look at what they've got. The showers are disgusting. The bathrooms are horrible. And people are being forced to live like that. Let them use their lawyers. Let them go out and defend themselves. Yep. And if we think they're innocent, we should help them defend themselves. That's right. 
J6. Remember when the Democrats went out in Kamala raising money for ah. the people that were caught? But they didn't have a problem because so little happened. So it wasn't the same thing. These people are being persecuted. That's right. One defendant was allegedly viciously and savagely beaten, resulting in numerous broken day. bones in his face and a loss of sight permanently in one eye. Trespassing. And an out-of-control dope, a real dope. I watched this guy being interviewed. They wanted to protect him, so they wanted to keep him. He couldn't get on television fast enough. The guy who shot Ashley Babbitt oh. for no reason. Oh, this guy couldn't get on television right. fast enough. He's so proud of himself. Yep. Let's see how he could do without the protections that he got. That's right. And by the way, if that happened the other way around, oh. they'd be calling, let's bring back the electric chair. That's, That's what right. they'd be calling for. <laughs> He's a disgrace the way he shot Ashley. That's exactly right, as a matter of fact. Folks, that is, you know, he, he's not wrong. But people, and instead... You know, uh, Governor McKee, all they do is react to some of the people in Providence and Central Falls that are demanding they want free rent and they want everything free and they don't want to get jobs. And that's, you know, when Governor McKee keeps. Yeah, here we go. Screaming. They don't want to pay rent. They want licenses. EBT cards, free drugs, and this is who Governor McKee is listening to. See, that's who he's listening to. He's got to stop listening to that crowd. You know, this is, you want to hear about a leader? Imagine us having a governor like this is the governor of Virginia, Governor Glenn Youngkin. Here we go. Parents should have a say in what is taught in schools. There you go. Hear that, Governor McKee? Hear that, Governor? Hear that, Lieutenant Governor Matos? Hear that, Pork Boy? Yep. The year of the parent. What a governor this guy's going to make. What's being taught in schools because in Virginia, yep. parents have a fundamental right to make decisions with regard to their child's upbringing, education, yep. and care. To parents, I say we respect you and we will empower you in the education of your children. Now there, can you imagine? Now you don't hear anything like that. What did Governor McKee do? No, instead, he just handed the teachers union, especially in Providence, gave them all $3,000. For what? To do go back to distance learning and call out sick? This is who the McKee people are following. We stand for democracy. Yes or no. There's one thing every senator, every American should remember. History has never been kind to those who've sided with voter suppression uh, over voters' rights. Uh, and it would be even less kind for those who side with election subversion. So I ask every elected official in America, how do you want to be remembered? What? At consequential moments in history, they present a choice. Do you want to be the side, the side of Dr. King or George Wallace? Oh, my God. Do you want to be the side of John Lewis or Bull Connor? Bull Connor? Do you want to be the side of Abraham Lincoln or Jefferson Davis? What? This is the moment to decide. Wrong. To defend our elections. Wrong. To defend our democracy. <laughs> you're either with me or you're a racist. What an idiot. Boy, Mitch McConnell laid him out so well. And uniting our nation. Yesterday, that very same man delivered a deliberately divisive yep. speech yep. that was designed to pull our country further apart. That's right. Twelve months ago, this president said we should see each other not as adversaries, but as neighbors. Yesterday... He called millions of Americans his domestic enemies. Twelve months ago, the president called on Americans to join forces, stop the shouting, lower the temperature. But yesterday, he shouted that if you disagree with him, you're a bigot. You're George Wallace. Yep. George Wallace. 
If you don't pass the laws he wants, you're Bull Connor. And if you oppose giving Democrats untrammeled one-party control of the country, well, you're Jefferson Davis. Twelve months ago, this president said disagreement must not lead to disunion. Ah, but yesterday he invoked the bloody disunion of the Civil War, the Civil War, to demonize Americans who disagree with him. He compared, listen to this, a bipartisan majority of senators to literal traitors. How profoundly, profoundly unpresidential. You know, that is exactly right. Now, there's another, and again, uh, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. I want to play, I said I wasn't going to, but it's just, it's too good. She is the former CEO of CVS. She is running for governor as a Democrat, Helena Folks. She announced three months ago she's already fired her first campaign manager. She's on to her second campaign manager. Now, I don't know who helped her make this video, but she cut a video. Rhode Island makes it far too difficult for our people to vote. Uh, She's running as a Democrat. The state is controlled by Democrats. Gina Raimondo was governor for seven years. Nellie Gorbea, Democrat, female. Rhode Island makes it too difficult to vote. I want you to listen to this because I'll tell you what's frightening is this Helena. Now it's now she's invoking her main name, Helena Bonanno, folks. So she also they took her from a green sweater. Now she's wearing a blue blazer. Get it? Blue state, blue blazer. So this is the this is their idea of a camp. Uh, a uh, campaign redo we're going to lose the green sweater we're going to put you in a blue blazer and we're going to um start using your uh, maiden name so let me play and, and it's worth listening to because all right here it is for our people to vote the good news is that with the right policies in place we can fix that and we need to fix it right now because voting rights are under attack across the country I'm really glad that President Biden is fighting to protect voter freedom, but Rhode Island can't wait for the federal government to act. You know, I was born in 1964, one year before the Voting Rights Act was passed into law. And I've been thinking a lot about that lately. Sometimes it's shocking to remember that literacy tests and poll taxes were designed to keep poor people and people of color from participating in our government. And that's part of our recent history, not distant past recent history that's what you've been thinking about that's what you've been thinking about rhode island's voting rights are under attack huh that's funny governor Raimondo never mentioned that nelly gobea has never mentioned that alors has never mentioned that rhode island's voting rights are under under attack from who all right i'll let it continue listen she they she makes a bunch of mistakes here she's clearly just reading what they wrote for her I don't understand why they didn't say, let's try that again. And maybe this time you could sound like you've actually written this and, and you're familiar with it instead of this is this is what you'd call just a rip and read. Voting is sacred and it's a fundamental right. Not All right. One- Hold on. Voting is sacred, fundamental right. So listen to her ideas on voting is sacred. We can take for granted. Leadership at the state level matters now more than ever. We have a lot of work to do here in Rhode Island. We do? We have a lot of work to do here in Rhode Island? No one, no one at the Democrats of the state house have said that. Gina Raimondo didn't say that. Nellie Gobea didn't say that. Speaker Joe Sakachi hasn't said that. Uh, Seth Magaziner hasn't said that. We have a lot of work to do in Rhode Island. We do? How come no one else in your party feels that way? Your party that runs the state. You're running as a Democrat. The state's controlled by Democrats. It continues. Last year, we were the only state with Democratic leaders that failed to expand voter rights. What does that mean? Failed to expand voter rights. And listen to the way the whole thing is, is rolled out and explained. What, that, that's such a broad statement. Did, did something go down in in defeat that we're unaware of we keep hearing this was the most successful election the state's ever had all right it continues now we have an opportunity to make sure rhode islanders can participate in government 
Today Hold on. Now we have an opportunity. Are people not participating? This is a Democrat running for governor. Now we have the opportunity for are people not participating? What is she? Does anyone know what she's talking about? It continues. My campaign is sharing eight action steps. All right, eight action steps. I want to remind you, she said voting is sacred. That was the first thing she said. Voting is sacred. Protect voting rights. It's time we take common sense actions, things like sending automatic mail ballots to every registered voter. What? Why is that common sense? Automatic mail ballots to every voter. I thought you'd... So, Folks, stay with me. She's saying voting is sacred. Her solution is we're going to flood the state with mail ballots in every election. We, what what part of the election do you think raises circumstances where there could be some elements of fraud involved? If you guessed mail ballots, you would be correct. Her idea, if voting is so sacred, why do you want to flood the state with mail ballots? Requiring polling locations to stay open on the weekends when we have more time now stay open on the weekends um when we have more time we we have so people can't vote during the week they started the early voting she's saying voting is sacred people should be able to vote on the weekend let's hear some of the rest of these this eight-step approach and enacting same-day mm -hmm. voter registration well, why does it have to be same-day voter registration I mean, if, if you want to vote, you know when the election is coming, you know where you live. What, why should it, people have to register that day if it's so important? My grandfather, Tom Dodd, uh. had the honor of voting for the right, uh, Voting Rights Act in 1965. As a Didn't want to redo that? All right. Member of the U.S. Senate. As governor, I'm going to honor that legacy and establish Rhode Island as a leader in voting rights. Our state was founded by Roger Williams uh, and Hutchinson on the principles of freedom of expression and hope. Let's live up to those ideals. Now, again, I don't know who wrote it. It's got to be someone with the campaign, someone new. Um, what what I would, um, again, I, I recognize, listen, she's she's running for governor. She can, she's trying to get attention. Uh, she's doing a little bit of a reset here. But this business of um, that, that, about our voting rights that's that's hardly the problem right now and what, what i would really like to hear her square is so you know are you saying that gina Raimondo didn't do a good job that's it's not like the state has been controlled by republicans for crying out loud i will tell you that right now one of the biggest problems is just the fact of um the voting is out of control right now it's just the opposite for her to state that uh, like how, how is that helping if you just flood the state with mail ballots a lot of people object to the fact that that we had the unsolicited mail ballots that went out so i i don't agree with that again i i <clears throat> let's see how long this campaign manager lasts primary is coming up in september so we're now into mid-january so you have february march april may june is five months july august the primary is in eight months we don't know when they're going to have the first debate uh i am predicting she's going to get pummeled in the first debate because governor mckee is not just going to stand there as a potted plant so i believe she will be the first casualty they're gonna what happened to mike bloomberg is going to happen to her i'm going to stick with that i've said that i've been predicting that I'm I'm going to stay with that prediction. I haven't seen anything to make me think differently. Did you start announcing because people are watching the news? You know, whoever wrote that for her wasn't paying attention that Biden is getting pummeled on his voting speech. And to just throw out all this, our voting rights in Rhode Island are under attack. Under attack from who? What are you talking about? just the obvious it's just the opposite as a matter of fact folks this portion of the program check out the website topetro.com and it's brought to you by all state lock experts in locking systems building security stop in online allstatelock.com or call them 401-349-0042 you are listening to the john DePetro show the problem with your heating system call re coogan heating today 401 401- 
24 hour emergency service gas boiler oil burner coogan heating 401 732 6562 they're helpful trustworthy reliable explore their services look for them on facebook and the website is recooganheating.com residential services as coogie says let us into your home don't fix it alone plumbing heating and cooling from winter to summer trained technicians provide 100 percent service one customer at a time from service calls maintenance agreements to installation re coogan heating proud to help residential customers and they pride themselves making customer service and satisfaction a top priority call them today now it's cold it's going to remain cold call coogan heating today 401-732-6562 it's coogie it's 24-hour emergency service hey not long ago our hot water tank gave out what did i do did i panic did i try to fix it i called coogan heating 401-732-6562 look for them on facebook and then the website is recooganheating.com into brood awakenings and discover the brood difference two locations in johnston also in cranston pontiac avenue and then also bald hill road in warwick brood awakenings they're local fresh ingredients cozy environment great comfortable chairs deli delicious breakfast sandwiches lunch great drinks and coffee and plenty of room to spread out and meet people i'll see you and you'll discover the brood difference at brood awakenings you're listening to the john DePietro show on am 1380 99.9 fm remember you can always listen online at the website depetro.com now while you're there uh there's a lot of exclusive stories folks we cover stories the rest of the media ignores it's real news whether it's video that we're out at a crime or a protest or various things that are happening plus other exclusive stories that we break log on at the website that's also the best way to reach me by the way if you'd like to get in touch with me just scroll down a little bit you'll see a a button that says contact john you can also support the program you you can also get some great merchandise in the shop right there at dipetro.com and it's all our links to social media whether it's facebook so you can watch facebook live or also twitter or youtube or instagram so take a minute and then also we have some great sponsors there as well it is a happening check it each day it's dipetro.com you're listening to the john dipetro show it's am 1380 99.9 fm folks joining us right now from the republican national committee it's one of the spokespersons it's paris denard and uh paris it would be an understatement to say that the biden administration boy testing has really proven to be a disaster well, thank you for having me. And listen, as my in my role as the RNC national spokesperson, I have been talking to so many people in, in, in radio shows like this about the failures of the Biden administration from the very beginning and the crises that they created from the very beginning. But I never thought that I would be talking about in 2022 the fact that they failed on something as simple as the testing apparatus for the whole country. This administration came into power, say that they were going to totally get rid of COVID, tackle COVID, fix, find it, solve it, all eradicate it. None of that has happened. And actually, it's gotten worse. And then when you go to the, the point where they've created this mass, created such a mass hysteria and a rush on people getting needing testing, and they don't have the means to get t access to testing, it is a failure of the government. And then they tried to pass the buck and say this is a, a, a something for the state states to handle. This is a state problem. Once again, not having the wherewithal to say, I am the president, I am the vice president, I accept responsibility. This administration will take on this issue and solve it. Instead, they pass the buck once again. And who suffers because of this? It's the American people. It's those people who have to go to work and but need a test to go to work because of these unconstitutional discriminatory mandates and they can't get to work so they can't get payment they can't provide for their families this is the reality that people are living in because of the failures and the ineptitude of this administration folks again we're speaking with paris denard republican national committee uh spokesperson in paris last month president biden said in fact that he'd be mailing free tests to every american that certainly doesn't seem like that's happening 
No, no. Uh, and, and I think every American should go back and look at the things that he promised that he would do or could do and ask yourselves, how many of those promises did he deliver on just on COVID alone, just on testing alone? It has been failed promise after failed promise after failed promise. And again, who suffers because of it? The people. And it would, it, to me, one would think that they would care enough about the people to get their act together, especially when they know flu season is upon us. They know that they knew that variants were going to happen. But they act as if all of this is new information. And if you recall, when they first came in saying they, Trump didn't have a plan, Trump didn't have a plan. Well, he actually had a plan. They just chose not to implement the plan. But now we can clearly see that the Biden-Harris administration does not have a plan. Paris, what about the fact that uh, President Biden then has said that there's no federal solution for this? That's that's a, that's not what they were saying for a very long time. Well, the, when Biden says there's no federal solution, that is his way of passing the responsibility onto the states, onto the governors, because in the absence of a federal solution or a federal plan or a federal a federal agenda, you have to give the responsibility over to somebody else. This is the opposite of what you saw with President Trump. President Trump took full responsibility of the handling, of the execution, of getting out Operation Warp Speed in an effective and timely manner, well well above the time frame that they said that they wanted to do, which was at the end of the year. They actually beat that time frame. He took responsibility and said, we are going to have a whole-of-government approach to solve this problem and get to the bottom of it best we can. That is not what you see with this administration. The Biden-Harris administration is doing the direct opposite. They're saying there's no federal solution. Well, it's a federal-created problem when you look at the, the backlogs and the crises that they've created and, and, and not standing up to China and not standing up to hold them responsible and now passing responsibility on to the states. It's just it's, it's shameful, really. But luckily, we have Republican governors who continue to lead the way on the recovery, uh, on, on those efforts. And so I think people in these different states will look to Republican governors and say, in spite of what's coming down from the federal government in terms of no, no policies, bad policies, confusing messaging, and obviously uh, you know, mandates, these Republican governors continue to lead and lead well. Paris, before I let you go, did you ever think in 2022 you'd see all these Americans outside in the cold standing in line trying to get a test? It is beyond me. I never thought in 2022 we not only would see people standing in line to get a test, we would see empty store shelves. We have a supply chain crisis, that gas prices be where they are, and, and, and this inflation still sky high. They said it was temporary, and it's not. This is the beginning of 2022, and it's looking like it could be a repeat of 2021 in terms of the failures of this administration. We're not off to a good start under Biden-Harris. Paris Denard, Republican National Committee spokesperson. Stop in and see my friends at Endzone Sports Pub, 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. Football playoffs are here. It's a great crowd. Surround sound. Stop in. See Dana and everyone. It's always a friendly, enthusiastic crowd. At Endzone Sports Pub, 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. Bring some friends, make some new ones. I'll see you. Endzone Sports Pub, 960 Menden Road in Cumberland.